0: Aloha and welcome to the Joy Joy Podcast. I'm Joey. Everyone has something that they love and that they are passionate about, and I believe that life is not just about achieving success or fulfilling our dreams, but ultimately about the journey that it takes to get there. In this podcast, I dive into those journeys and passions that make each of us special. My goal is to learn and to help others to know that there is someone out there that understands the struggles and the dreams that you have and that you are chasing and that there is hope. Follow me on my journey as I try to highlight these unique experiences that make each of us special. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast today. Today we have a special guest and an old friend of mine, I think is a proper word to use. Not that he's old, but that we are old. Um, you know, he's a photographer, a videographer, whatever Uh, My old friend for Visionized Media. Antonio Gusto, what's up man
1: yes uh vibes <laughs> and on uh, let's go what's up man dude it's big been ups, a ups. while man yeah it's, it's been I I just I feel like it's funny because we were talking off like off stream and off the podcast like some of the things you were explaining is like oh I can't believe like time has passed like that like that like I I Felt genuinely like, oh, bro, I just saw you yesterday. Talk like (laughs) wherever you said it was, I just saw you yesterday, and that's normally like my thing. Like, oh, is that what we did? Oh, I didn't even know that. Did that happen yesterday? No, that happened like ten years ago. What? Like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize. Yeah, time flew like that.
0: Dude, it's it's crazy. So for those, yeah, for everybody, we. So Antonio's two years older than me in high school. We went to the yeah high
1: school, James Campbell High School. Sing yep. our praise uh-huh. to the alma mater. sing with your chest, bro. By the way, sing our praise, our you sons and yeah, daughters. Right. Good time. Campbell definitely was a great, was a great yeah, time. Was, yeah.
0: So this guy, he would shoot like pictures and he would shoot uh, like small videos for
1: our correction. Football team. I would shoot the all state. All state linemen for James Campbell High School. Where they controlled the trench wars and Bro, took was, the program was, from trash to gas, dude, like, you know, we,
0: we talked about this as well, like uh, right before this and like Campbell High School now is is doing so good over the last several years because of you guys. And, and dude, like honestly, like my senior mm-hmm. year 2011 Was Mm -hmm. Campbell High School just came out of nowhere and just started Mm -hmm. like winning football games? Mm -hmm. I mean, here's a fun fact for everybody. I don't even know if you remember this, Antonio, but in 2011 we played Punahou at Punahou at like three o'clock in the afternoon.
1: Bro, I was there filming it. About to say you were probably there. Yeah. Oh, that I was also yeah, and I was also working that same year for Punahou because um, there was a student there that we were working with. His mother taught at Campbell. And I was working for oh. Coach Kaleane, um, Stephen Laka Laka. Yeah, that
0: was, yeah, Stephen. Stephen, yeah. yeah. mom was a match and yeah. teacher.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I remember I was working in 2011. She was my point of uh, my POC, my point of contact So with Coach Kaleane at Punahou. Uh-huh. And when Coach Kale told me, hey, we're playing Campbell, and I was like, oh, bro, I'm sorry, but unfortunately, you know which sideline I am on. I'm on the visitor side with Campbell. And then that whole game happened with, and I'll never forget it because, yeah, that was the first time Campbell played Punahou in so long. But I remember every time we were on Punahou's campus, I would hear from Punahou students like, yeah, you know, Campbell, you know, private school, like, you know, there was like a little, a little nice little trash talking going on here and there. And long story short, we all know how that ended with Campbell losing. And I mean, with uh, Punahou losing, and then Campbell had the pick. Pick six on the really tall guy. Yeah. It was yep. a really tall receiver. And yeah, I don't Campbell, know the Popolo guy. Yeah. I yeah. And yeah, he yeah. was so tall. And I remember Campbell was working him. The secondary was working him. And I was like, bro, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. Dude, it
0: and was. Then, well, DeForest Buckner was the guy I played against the whole game.
1: Yes, he was. I played
0: that guy the whole game. Yeah. That that guy, now, for everybody who don't know, who don't watch the NFL, he is like making billions of dollars, well, like millions of dollars for the Indianapolis Colts. Well, he was a coach now. Yeah. Cause he was a 49ers. Yeah. 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 He's like a captain for the Colts. Yeah. I played against that guy from Wine, the Wainai boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's from Wainai. Uh, That guy's a local Hawaii kid. But I played against him the whole game.
1: Well, you look it up. no he he has a bro
0: stacks giving up no no you
1: guys stats was unbelievable and i'm grateful that happened because that literally set the tone for a lot and that was even like a mid-season game that wasn't even like a championship that was like the third
0: game fourth that was like the the third fourth
1: game of the year like bro this is how we're opening like wow Mm -hmm. okay i see how it goes yeah that was definitely a great year see now that you're bringing it all back it just feels like amazing like Oh it's, my it god. Feels
0: so it feels like it was just yesterday that we were like, that's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying?
1: And, yeah. yeah. And man. then and then Punahou just lost again to Campbell. Yes. Sir. So that was kind of cool. They came yeah, to Campbell this time. And they yeah, got, they did. They did. They got they they got to witness the fireworks show. Nice.
0: Dude. Dang. You know, and here's another fun fact for everybody. Sorry, Hawaii people love high school football. This is just how we roll. But I was watching them. Campbell has not beat Mililani. Yeah, the last time we beat Milani was 2011, my senior yeah. year homecoming when we played Milani for homecoming, yeah. and that was like a revenge game because my junior yep. year, oh yeah, we got slaughtered at yeah. Millalani. It was they ran the score up. They they they, they said they did it. I remember, remember that. that. 40 something to like 10. Yeah. And it was my junior year. We, oh, it was awful. Senior year, we did, we, we the seniors, then the, the first team stayed in the whole game. We were running yes, the score. Up, that's right. Yeah. And we beat that's Mililani right. 30 something to like 14. Yes. You know? And that's that was great. the last time we beat Mililani. I think, I don't think Campbell has beat Mililani since then. I think that's it's the just, last time we it's beat just, Mililani.
1: It's, it's kind of hard because then the recruiting, you know what I mean? Like that yep. was probably, that's probably like the biggest reason. Like now, A lot of the private school kids are staying home you know so like at least for cowboy bilalani at least yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah, so it's like a lot of the 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 students are staying home and it makes the home community you know the camaraderie you know up even higher which at that time 2011 2011 grateful year because i was 2000 what 10 so like 11 12 those are like the years post of what like the egotistic mm-hmm. players were and and all that you know everybody this you guys team was literally together like what was the th- yeah this, man what was the theme saber, saber team, team together, together pride together pride one bro. time baby come on yeah man. saber team together pride that was really like a thing i love that. that that was a good time yeah, man
0: you know it's it's crazy you know that we're bringing all this back up dude i have so many like pictures i don't know if it was you that shot i would assume it's you you know, I had literally every game. There's yeah. at least one picture of me, uh, like of me, you right? Know, I think to, right. to your point that you said earlier, right? You know, and um, you know, I'm super grateful for that. I'm super grateful for, you know, our That's friendship, so and it's lasted. You know, we have we only like we That's we, we only chat at Costco when I used to work there, and you don't you, know. you don't
1: really you don't really know how well like you're close to somebody or you know like you know it's like that one friend where you never talk for like years but when you talk to them it's like oh wow i you know like everything just kind of like flows it's like yeah you know what i mean it just kind of goes in and it's like bro i swear we just graduated yesterday or i swear we just ate yesterday and then it's like you know yeah. you you yeah. guys don't think about it after you know but then it's yeah it just fits well it's like bro that's how you know like some people they they have like that that whole we i call it me specifically i call it hollywood where they act brand new like oh i'm this person you're that person there's a wall you know but then for me it's just like it's just like oh bro like i will never forget that like i love that i love the nostalgic i love the growth i love all that it's just like wow it's a part of us it's too late you know what I mean? You cannot take it back. There's no rewind button. It yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. It's done. Accept it. Have fun with it. Now, if whatever it is, you can laugh about it. And for me, like, I feel like that's what it is talking to you, talking to people I've never, like, physically touched, see, hug in so long. It's like, oh, yeah. Wait, that wasn't yesterday, bro? I never <laughs> said, yeah, Costco yesterday and shit. Yeah, man. That must have been.
0: Yeah, it's amazing just how just those times are, like, so simple. You yeah. Know, like for, at least for me, you know, I was a high no, school. Kid it was simple. It was, it you know was simple. Mean, for, the, yeah, for those who don't like understand or know like Hawaii very well, Evo Beach is a small town. It's, it is a very tight knit community. They the community goes to all, all the events. Yeah, very yep. proud of. And I think that goes for Hawaii communities. Period. But Ever Beach, yeah. like, you ask Hawaii people, yeah, you say Ever Beach, they go, yeah, Oh, Ever like, oh, oh, Beach, yeah, oh, 76. 76. oh my man, oh yeah, yeah, know, so, mm, it's like oh. it's like a funny stereotypical truth because yeah, we love yeah. our community, oh, we he, love our, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, Oh, what's your, what's your uncle's name? Oh, that's it. A... Yeah. What's, nah, 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 What's your last nah, name? Nah. What's your last oh. name? What's your last name? Oh, he he related to Kavika Oh, Anu <laughs> boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know him though. Yeah, yeah. It's Yeah, we awesome, should do the kind together. Oh, yeah, Raja, Raja, Raja man
0: It's so amazing to just see how far, you know, like you've come like as a professional in your in your business and in your craft and you know from we 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 chatted about this and we'll get into this in a minute like we you went from, you know, shooting high school football games and like shooting uh, like little clips for like, uh, you know, senior week. A, and now you, time. now you shoot videos around the world, right? You shoot videos for, what you know, a time, I mean, man. I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gas you up a little bit, you know, I, you... I honestly,
1: it's, it's crazy. Cause I've never like, I've done uh podcasts and interviews, but I've never really talked about this, this, the, this is like not very the true beginning, but this is definitely one of the biggest influence and the biggest beginnings to kind of like start and kickstart this in my term, a movement that in my brain, you know, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that I, I'm going through like that, what you're talking about, like this, the high school thing, Campbell, the city, like that's really what started a lot of the things now. Yes, you have my family kickstarting it, but like talking about this, it's like, bro, I've never truly talked about it. One, 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 because you're in the community Yeah, and you understand it and two it's just like i don't know people don't really like knowing like this kind of stuff this is like super important because like when you're in your your high school yeah yeah yeah, it's your identity it's like who you surround yourself with from like middle school high school it's like it affects whatever stepping stones you make in the in, in your college or if not college or life pretty much going forth as you get older but yeah, this is so crazy, like, to talk about this, and reflect, it's like a reflection session, I feel like I'm in therapy, I like it,
0: (laughs) you know, you know, I'm gonna throw one last, um, one last nostalgic moment for you, yeah, and uh, we'll go ahead and get into this, but I remember, okay, Hawaii people know, brown bags to stardom,
1: oh, yeah, brown bags to stardom,
0: yeah, Brown Bakes and yep. Stardom was a huge thing yeah. on, 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 on TV. We used to yep. watch it all the time. That's how Kolohe Kai became a thing. Yep. That's how Rebel Soldiers is. They were they're yep. the original winner. They're yep. still like super legit. And you've yep. not that you filmed videos for them <sighs> several times. And I'm just, you know, we'll get into that a in yep. little bit, you know. But I still remember your video, bro. Yeah,
1: I'm trying I have to three. make my move. There's three. There's yeah, three. Dude, Like, there's, there's with, three,
0: with the and, and Daniel, them. Like, yeah, yeah, there's dude. three.
1: So definitely see like that is actually the start of what it is now actually like those those three those stepping clips. stones yep. yeah those videos because, yeah because um though that was like amateur video making out front of the starbucks well, yeah you know whatever yeah. yeah
0: sitting at the table
1: but, Bro. but Bro. i don't know if you know this but the person that filmed it is my business partner it was showing one that filmed it yeah yeah so it was wow. it's literally the that was the start of everything that kind of drove me going forth Mm-hmm. Like go, like the music industry, the connections, like mm-hmm. you said, Daniel and all them, Jeff, like meeting all, having them a part of that, that my life at that moment set me up for the next 10 years. No joke. Wow. That's awesome. No joke. Like yeah. simple things like that. The football yeah. thing set me up for the next four years. You mm-hmm. know, the Campbell stuff. Yeah. You know, a lot of that stuff set me up, you know, like it was like my what we call college application. Mm. Those were my applications into whatever I was planning to do going forth in my career that I wanted mm. to do. Yeah. The music industry sports, you know, making connections, you know, filming things, doing yeah. family shoots. It was, it's all connected. Yeah, It all started from this whole era of me, me filming you, it was the beginning, you know. I'm filming you, but now I film people, portraits, you yeah. know, other yeah. clientele. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an event, a festival, or a yeah. show or commercial. Mm-hmm. It all started from that. From literally, oh, okay, well, I can practice I some Joey. Video. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I might as well practice every every Friday night lights shooting Joey. You know, at least I know by the time I I'm done shooting Joey every night. You know, playing sports, I I would be prepared to shoot any human, really. You know, yeah, the standing or, still, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, oh, what a coincidence! I I shot him doing a pancake. Now I can shoot pancakes. Oh, great, perfect. You know, same difference. You know, one is a food and one is an action. I love that. You know, so yeah, bro, that's yeah. that's awesome, man. That's I'm I'm you know I'm I like I'm gonna say this
0: mm-hmm. over and over again, but dude, I'm so happy for you and for your success and for the journey you've been on and. You yeah. know, and that's really Thank like you. what I, what I love, right. I love to hear about people's loves and their journeys and what drives them and what makes them who they are. And I think we, me and you share that's that we come from the same community. We're like, we're the right. same age. You know, we come right. from a very similar friend group right. and, you know, I think that's really kind of what connects me and you right? Uh, so much more than I guess any of my other guests you know and i'm very yes. appreciative of that you know and so yeah yes. you know so you know so for for today um for today's podcast i really wanted to bring you on and just kind of talk about you know your your photography your videography you know um i'll just go ahead and share some few things that i know and um you know you do the music videos for Josh Tatofi to is that like a normal thing that you do for Josh Tatofi to for those people who don't know just YouTube him and you're gonna like put him on your sl- playlist forever to go to sleep. Like, this guy is amazing. And Antonio here has shot multiple music videos of him, right? Like, if I'm not mistaken, the most recent one, I know you've shot Melia, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the most recent one, yeah. And so, and then you've also shot Rebel Soldiers, yeah, who is another very local group, um, and actually a song that means a lot to me, um, Spaceship. And that was right. for me, that was um, my, my, my papa just passed a couple weeks oh, ago, wow. you know? So like that song for me has always been like, Hey, I, when my papa passes, then this was, this was like what, 2000, like forever ago, like six, five, four, five, six five, six years ago, that song came out.
1: 2014 2014, Yeah, you know, 2014 is when, yeah. And, um, you know, I came back and oh, I, no, I'm sorry, my apologies, oh, that was, no, not that 2014, was, um, 2018, 18,
0: yeah, yeah you know oh, and sorry. so i always like prepared myself with this song i was like this is the song that i'm gonna listen to yeah. when when my papa passes because like i'm super close with him and and it's just made it made it more special for me because i know that you filmed it right and mm-hmm. Dude, that's my that's my friend like i know him mm-hmm. and yeah, flaunt that bro yeah I you know so. and i i'm just super happy for you and and the fact that that song means a lot to me now like currently like as we speak i think makes it even the circle just goes all the way around eventually
1: right it does you know? it does so, i like what,
0: what is your experience with all of that i mean you know, with, with okay all so
1: that? we got to go back we have to go back to where we were. Where, um you know to the nostalgic days we call the brown bags that really was truthfully the beginning of a lot of the journey of what started you know what kick-started a lot of things when I did, when I did Brown Bags in 2008, nine and 10, mm-hmm. or oh, I think I did it in 09 or 2010 because uh, yeah. I was still kind of like doing J seven or Mr. Misko and all that. So yeah. um in 2007, oh, oh, um, man, that's so- yeah, in 2007, I met Sharon Asadera through, I did a summer internship program for James Campbell High School and for uh, Sea writers. Um, I was one of maybe five students that did a summer paid internship at Sea Productions, and I also did a summer workshop class. It was like an enrichment class at Campbell High School under in my in my in my terms my mentor, and probably like my second father, Oscar Misco at Campbell High School, and he he had a way with connecting with students, specifically with. I want to say bad students, but specifically those type of students, he knew that everybody had a story. It just, you needed to find something to kind of tell your story, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's film, music, Mm. uh, art, digital art, or any kind of art. So so being in his summer program and him influencing us at the time, I was kind of playing football. I wasn't that so good at it because Campbell was kind of, you know, was kind of on the the losing side, which is fine. It's all part of the growth. So when I was growing up, you know, I'm surrounded a rugged by days, my family. Man. Yeah, it was, it was rugged. Days. You know, it was rugged it was kind of tough. Man. And Campbell was rugged right before. Yeah, and, and I, I don't like losing. You know, I don't like losing. I truly yeah. don't. So I needed to find another way for my success and my huh. whatever I was good at, mm-hmm. and it was music. And when I was introduced to uh, Remiscal in 2007 ish through mutual friends, that's how I met Sharon. And Sharon Asadero was two years older than me. He was probably a junior going into senior. And I was a sophomore going in. Well, I was a freshman going into sophomore. And he was doing videos with his little group. And I was doing, like, just getting to know everybody. Because, you know, you're fresh freshman, sophomore. Yeah? yeah. I was just getting to know everybody. Like, Part of the okay, boys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I knew music was a big thing for me. Because I was that one dude that always had the ukulele with me. Yep. So I, I would that. always jam. I would always kind of, like... Like whatever, and at the time I was good friends with um, Jeff Bondano, Mm-hmm. Daniel Masafi, uh Daniel Alofai, Alofai, yeah, and played James played for a Cowboy School. Yeah. Yep, and James Vailoa. Oh, James, man. Oh, yeah. So those were the three, the three boys man. that I would always surround myself with, and that's kind of like how this whole. Music thing started, they were influencing me, and then at the time, I had my one Filipino friend because everybody, every someone, gotta have that one Asian friend. So, mine was Edward Mapanao, and together we kind of like played some music. And then, I was also at the time, I also became friends with um Jumar Pantoka, and these were like my clique, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, these were like my friends at the time, and and Jumar was an amazing string player he can play ukulele and guitar fluently. like he was at the time the most amazing thing i've ever seen you know and then you had ed he was very like like he can keep things together and then i, I will do everything too but then still like i i had to delegate a lot of the stuff and then made you your pre- life easier vo- yeah yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then i had my vocalist me daniel james and um and jeff but daniel was in and out because he was playing sports and he was doing other things like poly club and other pictures. Yeah. So it'd be mostly me, James and, and, um, and, and Jeff at the time. So yeah. yeah, we would do a lot of, a lot of music stuff. We would do the star spangled banner at events mm-hmm. and, and all these types of music things that when I, when remisco kind of saw the talent, he was like, bro, you guys got to put this somewhere. You guys need to take yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it is and stop making it a garage thing and put it somewhere. Mm-hmm. If you fail, you you actually tried. If you succeeded, then you try harder. That was kind of his thing, you know, mm-hmm. do the right thing and whatever happens, just know that you did the right thing Yeah. at the end of the day. So w- during this brown banks thing, I created music. Uh, I was introduced to Logic Pro at the time. It was a music software. It first came out and. Remisco was like, hey, we got Campbell got a copy of this logic thing. You should try it out. I tried it out, tweaked on it, learned the software, not knowing it was it's actually one of the biggest softwares out now, besides another software. And I was teaching myself, this is all during sophomore year. Then I was teaching myself film editing because I was like, Oh, Remisco mate taught us how to create mm. PSAs, little shorts mm. for the morning broadcast. Mm-hmm. And all of these little activities that he was making us do, you know, mm-hmm. tell a story through using photography, practice your lighting, focus on pre-production, production, mm-hmm. post-production Post. and distribution. Yeah. These were like all the things that I, for me personally, I took a little bit more serious than normal because I knew it was, it was something I I am good at eventually growing up from it. And I knew it was something that um, I can take it to another level and eventually Mm -hmm. make something out of my, you know, something out of nothing. Who knows? Mm -hmm. You know, I I knew I was going to be the hardest working player, regardless if I was the the least talented. Right. So that was my thing. And it wasn't until like this whole brown bags era where we started producing music, I was producing all these songs, whether they sounded good or not. But I knew that I was doing it, learning it, and then I would have Sharon come in and I I befriended Sharon through a mutual friends. I think it was Evelyn Obamos at the time, and we kind of we kind of linked up. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll shoot your music video. The music sounds good." And I was like, "Oh, that's dope." So that's really what it is. It the Brown makes thing came to start. Mm-hmm. Now that whole nostalgic, that whole little story, because of that whole thing, going into you know going into my senior year, I had one music video that I really really enjoyed. I really loved and. You know, it was doing so well. You know, I got best vocalist, I think, that year. Um, we got best music video that year. We got the double trophy on that one. But then we lost the grand prize that year to a group mm-hmm. called One of a Kind. And I was like, bruh, what the fuck? Like, how is this possible? And then we heard it and then we're like, oh, goddamn. Like, yeah, no wonder why, bro. That that dude is talented. Come to find out, he changed his name later to kai I was like, bro, what can I do?
0: Can hey, I do, and bro? That, the, kid, Chloe Roman, Kai for the like Roman. yeah, Chloe Kai. Is... Yeah,
1: Roman was a beast. Like, he was a demon in our senior year because me and him is the same year. Mm-hmm. But all of that, all of that kind of one was humbling because you know the talent was just unreal from Roman at the time. And there were some Big Island boys that were also good, including the Waipao High School boys. That was cool. And a lot of these guys I saw later in the years. So right after Brown Bags. I decided, hey, I might as well go to school, might as well go to college. And that's when I really was like, bro, because Sharon is two years ahead of me and he was in college already. He kind of influenced me on going on finding the right major that would fit my work ethic, mm-hmm. yeah. which ended up being common film. I ended up doing, mm-hmm. I ended up double majoring in common film. And that really during that time is when um, I got a I got really into like the whole production of everything communications mm-hmm. taught me marketing branding I I didn't really learn much from college because I was learning a lot more from the experience that I was getting from from mm-hmm. failing and from trying yeah. things out and mm-hmm. mind you me and you we live in an era before social media during social media <laughs> yeah me and you lived in an era before social media during social media during. and now after, like now social media where we are so, now yeah, yeah yeah so where we we know how it is prior to it You know Mm -hmm. imagine we had instagram during our year oh my god you know
0: instagram came out my junior year in high school
1: same same so like you think about that yeah yeah so yeah so you kind of see and then now it's kind of like you know something else it's its own little business now yeah yeah, it's it's it's, it's like its own little thing you know so yeah in, in college definitely i did common film and that's when um in 2013 the summer of 2013 i was kind of finishing up going into like graduation credits so i was already done with credits i did all that but it wasn't until the graduation credits came and then i started working um i got a call randomly while i was in the uh polynesian building over there over there at uh manoa and um it was it was junior monanu tunes is uh jeff monanu's brother the one that Mm. sang with me so junior monanu said hey bro like what are you doing this weekend and i was like i don't know like like I'm at school and I gotta go home and figure out how to make money and whatever, using what I know. And he yeah. was like, "Bro, you want to come to Maui?" I was like, "No, not really, but I'm down." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because I don't have money. I, I don't got nothing. I'm yeah. I'm like uh-huh. broke, bro. So I'm like, "No, not I really, bro. Money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't got really much." And and then like right as we um right as we got to like um the ending of our conversation, he was like, "Yeah, bro." I I was hoping you could come out to Maui, come out Kihei, I'll fly you and whoever, and I'll pay for everything because we really need a guy who can shoot a music video. And I was like, Oh, okay. Let me um let me let me um let me uh let me try let me try to take a chance. Let me try to take a tangent on it. And and then long story short, I asked Sharon. Who to be my guy? Hey, bro, I want to take a chance on this. I want to go to Maui and shoot a music video. Is that cool with you? Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, let's 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 do it. Like, are you going? I was like, Yeah, I'm going. And then one thing about Sherni is he's always about that. Yeah, bro, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, bro. And I no. I took gotta a chance. Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. The sacrifice, bro. So I ended up going to Maui, bro. And let me just tell you, it was such an amazing experience because one, I've never been to Maui. Two, it's my first time really going there for to film something. And three junior aka tunes went on who really trusted me with like the previous work from filming you at football and all that stuff. Brownbacks. He's like, bro, Tony, I love the work, bro. Now, you know, we need this. And then I ended up filming my first ever music video with a group called Rush House. And the song was called Um the song was called Um Shoddy. Which was now which is like kinda crazy to me, because that was truly like my first music video where I learned so much about the music videos, my work ethic, how I can travel and film. And that's when it clicked. I had a light bulb and said, bro, I could do this for a living. I could make this a living. Mm-hmm. Was that music video? I think the song goes my, 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 my look good night. But yeah, that, that music video was my, my first ever music video. And then, um, that weekend, sadly, I'm not going to go into detail, but that weekend, sadly, um, the group broke up. So Rush House went went different ways. And in 2014, 15, um, I came back to Oahu, finished my degree. Um, actually, no, I didn't. I, yeah, I fin- I was finishing up my degree. This is my senior year in college, 2014. It wasn't until, um, it, it really wasn't until I got a random call again from the same guy, Jeff, and uh, Jeff's brother, Toons. And Tunes called me up and said, hey, Tony, 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 I need you to come and have a meeting with me right now in Waipahu. And I was like, okay, why? What do you need? And I was like, he was like, bro, I need you to come talk, come talk with me, and my bro. And we have a, like a, what is it? A proclamation or, or an agreement. So I made my way to Waipahu. This is the Waipahu uh, district park where they have the basketball courts yep, yep. on the streets mm-hmm. of uh, Waipahu. I met this guy named Michael McGlinty. And and he was standing there um, next to his car with uh, Junior Monano Tunes. And they both looked at me and was like, Tony, I love the work, bro. Um, I'm hoping you can shoot our 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 first music video. I love what you did in Maui, but tunes talk so highly of you, bro. But I'm hoping you can be our guy. And everywhere we go, you go everywhere we travel, you travel. We want you to be our exclusive guy. I was like, I, I like for me, I'm broke. Nothing. You know, I'm kind of like hustling. I'm yeah. coming out of college. Like, remember now I'm still in college yeah. my mm-hmm. senior year. And I was like, yeah, OK, I'll take a chance. You can gamble on me. I'll gamble on you, bro. Like, we'll see how it goes. And that's when Junior officially announced his um, his joining to Rebel Soldiers. Mm-hmm. And Mikey, uh, Mr. Rebel, the lead singer for um, Rebel Soldiers, mm-hmm. was like, yeah, we're going to we're going to we're going to. Bring in tunes as our fourth vocalist mm-hmm. we're going to rebrand you're going to be part of the rebranding and from here we're going to find a management that could handle us but we need a music video to kind of go for it so fun fact i shot rebel's first music video coming off the hiatus called gotta mm-hmm. know your name Got it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so from the song Gotta Know Your Name, this is pre-management. They never really had a management. They just did whatever they did because they were looking for a management. They did Gotta Know Your Name, and I actually used that song as my senior thesis for um for college. So I say, wow. bro, I'll take care of the bill. I mean, there is no bill because I'll take care of the bill, but you guys gotta promise me that I get rights and I get you guys signatures for release so that I could use this for my senior thesis to graduate from film school and communications. I use the, I used like another, I used a documentary I did for Kaipo Kapoor as my, mm. um, my other project. So this
0: guy just name dropping yeah. names. Yeah. Like, yeah, so like I kinda, I, you know, like, so I kind of like, I kind of like made,
1: I kind of like made all these like little, little side things to help me out in the future. And as soon as my my friendship and my relationship with Rebel started, um, they picked up Ray Raymond Hall Jr. 2001 graduate from Campbell High School. Um, his brother also went to Campbell, played football. I think 2008, nine or eight or seven, and um, uh, that's Ranson, and the whole family is they're they're pretty big in Eva Beach because they're they're Ever Beach bred, and the father. Raymond Hull was such an amazing guy rest rest his soul but um yeah Ray, Raymond decided Ray decided to take on rebel soldiers as his management while also maintaining his concert which was the major Asia festival okay. so while Ray was Ray while Ray was the owner of Is TMR that they're
0: always at they were always at
1: major Asia they were always yeah, at major Asia like almost yeah, every year yeah so so Ray asked me Just like rebels, hey, can you be my guy? Can you be my video guy? You know? And I said, Yeah, of course. Like, bro, let's do it. Like, I have nothing to do. I just graduated from college. I got no money, bro. I'm I'm down, bro. As long as as long as, you know, you can let me be creatively free, I'm I'm always down. So yeah, I came in with this whole creative freedom visuals and Mm. and this whole free spirited idea for both Ray and Rebels, and I was micromanaging both content. So I was pretty much their content creator and their, you know, while Ray was their marketing manager, I was their content creator. And, and, you know, for both and every music, every music video I was shooting for Rebels. So from God under your name, we ended up doing what? Play me like a fool. Play me like a fool. We ended up going into um, the one song with Camille, Ellie Mack which ended up Camille signing with rebels and Ray and I, sh- I was shooting for Camille's music video. So I did her, um, I did her, um, Mr. Sensi oh, oh, Sensi, That's the one where she's
0: walking through, uh, through Chinatown. Chinatown right? Yeah. That's crazy. She,
1: yeah. And then I was shooting rebels. You shot that. You shot that? Yeah. Dang and me. then, um, it wasn't until 2015, when me and my business partner, Sharon, we was doing weddings and stuff on the side and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Then I said, Sharon, what? Maybe we should start a business, bro. Like at the end of the day, all these people that film with us, business anyway, all all these people come in and out of our friendship. You know, like, for example, you you would come in and you shoot with us, but you never stay with us. So, but at the end of the day, it would always come down to me and Sharon. So I was like, bro, why don't we just start a business, bro? And, and that's when I really started the name Visionized Media. Visionized Media is an acronym that I created for vision is everything and that's really what it is so yeah so i changed the um i I added the z in for is everything but yeah that's that's what it is so as rebel started i learned about the business watching ray and all these other promoters i was traveling and touring hitting different states for the first time um yeah I, i wasn't even 21 at the time i was just on this very this very high of like, wow, I'm actually doing it. Like from Brown Bags, this is what I wanted. I knew for sure I wanted to be in the music industry. I knew I was going to have an impact in the music industry, and I knew I was going to influence the music industry, even if I'm not singing. I just knew it. I just just knew it from the bottom of my heart. It was going to be somewhere. And as I started growing with, with TMR, the major age as I started growing with TMR and Rebels, it wasn't until maybe so forth like um 2018 2014 was a devastating year for me because my grandmother passed away but it wasn't until like 2018 it was like really really like things shifted we've already hit multiple countries we've already hit a massive amount of like accolations here and there and then we
0: soft flex i see you don't worry yeah
1: we we really, we really was on a high at the time and I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. You know, Ray was doing his concerts both here and in the States. And then he finally bridged out to the other islands, which is kind of hard due to the fact that not every island is Oahu. So he was very successful in <laughs> that the marketing was going off. Yeah, I was kind of. <laughs> so um, as we got to maybe like. Maybe like. 18 that's when a lot of the things kind of like changed for me my growth started being a little different my vision started being a little bit more clearer you know i'm getting older mm. i i kind of knew what my mission niche, was your
0: niche was yeah my yeah. niche and my mission yeah. was i
1: knew mm-hmm. that god made me do this for a reason you know so as 2018 came i really focused on um I, and everything I do, I talk with my business partner. So a lot of things I'm saying, you know, he knows he has to know. It, it has, it, it, yeah, he has to know. So a lot of things it was both of us making the decision. But um, it was kind of like my last year with Rebels. Um, I really wanted to go into the, the the commercial work. I wanted to do more commercial work, more production based work. Mm-hmm. And that was really impactful for me because I wanted to do more cinematography, more directing. Right. I really wanted to get into the niche. I didn't want to be just content creator, wake up before everybody, sleep after everybody, but the content is always there. That's what I was doing. I was right. creating trends. I was staying ahead of the curve for the music industry in Hawaii. I was really being the forefront of a lot of the content creators. Um, including like speaking up for the videographers who can't speak up for themselves. I was doing all of that. I was proud of it, but I had to go forth and mm-hmm. f- focus on my craft and my art. Mm-hmm. So my last music video was Spaceships. I wrote mm-hmm. that script and I wrote that idea for um for my grandmother. I pretty much did mm-hmm. it for my grandmother. You know, it was and I released it the day of my grandmother's anniversary, August fourteenth, and that was like a whole shebang. Like that was for me in like the most. That was my like my final goodbye with rebels. That was my final music video ever, Mm. which which you know featured Ray's kids. Um, the casting was done by Ray. He he chose it, and the crew was my crew and my gaffer. Um, at the time, which um was James Levi Senior. Um, he's one of the Godfathers in the film industry here as a gaffer. So. That that kind of set me up into the, the next goal of really focusing on my craft. I was already proud of what I released. I tried my best to release the best of what I can bring at the time. It may not be better than other people, but still the consistency, the passion was there. The emotion was there, and I always stuck with it. So um, going forth, 18, I released Spaceships. We got an award for it, which is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the boys. Um, That song really was like the forefront of what I felt like could could take rebels on this next journey without me you know meaning they could reach a new audience and um yeah and I left major Asia too I I met, I left and kind of focused more on my business and what I wanted to do which which was focus on my craft which is be more so of a mentor rather than an educator educator you're just teaching what you learn but you're always learning so I just wanted to be a mentor to future um filmmakers, storytellers and and whatever it is out there entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 2018 I I I got another random call and um this random call was kind of kind of caught me off guard in a bit and it was one of my my brothers now and he said, "Hey Tony." I was like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" He was like, "Um I have this project in my head, bro, and I was wondering if you could be a part of it. I'm not sure where it's going to go." But we could work something out. We can mm-hmm. kind of figure it out. I don't know where to start. You're the guy. I see rebels everywhere. agent everywhere. You're this that guy that could that could help me social media wise and whatever visually wise and whatever. And I was like, bro, I, I'm cool as long as one once again, as long as you make me creatively free, but you meet me more than halfway because I don't believe in 50 50. I believe in 100 100. So I was like, as long as you meet me. So my brother met met with me and and he met me 100% all the way through. He had my back. He was also into filmmaking, too, which made it easier. And the way he spoke to me, he never spoke to me as if um, as if I'm an employee or a videographer photographer. He spoke to me as if, like, I was his partner. Mm-hmm. I was there like, bro, we're doing this together. He never spoke to me any lower of me, never. Mm-hmm. And he always treated me me as if like it like this is what we we've done. Not you, not me done, we've done, you know. And that was my boy Josh. He mm-hmm. we shot his first ever music video, Po um, mm-hmm. in the backyard of Queen's Emma Summer Palace in Nuanu, in the beautiful Nuanu Valley. And we had the beautiful, the stunning, even to today, this is my favorite Hulao. Not biased because my my sister dances with him, but we had the beautiful girls of Hula Halau Kamuela. And under um, um, their older Kumu at the time, but yeah, we had Kamuela, and then we had the beautiful Jasmine. Um, she was um Miss Alohula of twenty eighteen, nineteen I believe, nineteen, and she was super amazing. She was the lead girl in Josh's music video, and and yeah, and at that time I was I took a chance. I was like, bro, yeah. He was like, yeah, bro, I want to do Hawaiian music, and let's do it, bro. And I was like, okay, whatever you want, bro, like. Let's do it. So I shot that first music video with my brother, Valen Alo, and and one of my visionized team members, Blake Abes. Um And we shot that. We didn't know what was going to happen, truthfully, still today. I can't believe it, it went that route, but Pukiele, uh went so far. In the Hawaiian music and industry that, uh, yeah, Josh ended up being so busy and that's what that's so off, busy. You know? Like, that's what literally kicked off everything. And, and, and I don't even know if Josh was prepared. Cause sometimes I'd be listening to his interviews. Like, I don't even think he was ever prepared. He knew, but like, yeah, I don't think he was to ever this, prepared. It's a
0: right? To, yeah. To this, to this amount. How, yeah. He is yeah. so popular. Like I, yeah. I can't even begin to like yeah. tell people how big he is in just the Polynesian community, yeah. not the Hawaiian community, yeah. but
1: you gotta think about it. He's, bro, I don't even know. He's the same as us. What? Yeah. He's all nine graduate, bro. So you oh, same age as us. But yeah, so it's like you kind of see what I'm saying, right? Like, like he no. treated me like I was like, like you like, bro, we we're in this together, bro. Like, let's let's make this happen. So yeah. so like it was my our mindset was on the same level. And when I was in Maui, he was living in Maui. So he was like, but how did we never cross paths? All the people I knew, he knew Pete Pilani Aries sang for Rush House when I was shooting that shoddy music video with tunes. But Pelani is also guy. a good friend of of um of Josh when he was in Baldwin. Because Josh was was Crazy. singing and jamming and playing with Glenn Awong of Maoli. So wow. it's like so it's like, bro, like you see like a lot of these <laughs> things I never saw coming. Like and I don't yeah. think Josh knew it was coming, especially how fast that was. So yeah. Poor Kayla came out. I released a music video on my channel. Cause he never had a YouTube at the time. So he was like, say,
0: he, it's weird. Cause I, I, when you watch Josh Tatofi's like music videos, yeah, some of it's them not, our minds. Uh, it's not under Josh Tatofi. It's yeah, some under of them, Visionized Media. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's because like, he never had social media. I had to kind of like, I had to kind of like tell him, bro, start your YouTube channel, bro. Make some side money. This is your side money. Like, like bro, you just sing covers and you can get paid off of that, but you can sing covers because it's free marketing. YouTube is free marketing, bro. Like you got to think about it. Like, content is currency at the time right now content is absolute currency so so he he. i'm glad he freaking did it and and the things that that he does like i'm grateful that that he includes me even to today like some of the things you don't need i don't need to be included but the fact that he includes me it's like humbling bro but so it's like yeah it's just there's just a lot like he a lot of the music stuff he does the film stuff he just i just teach him on the side and and he calls me only for the big things, like the tours and the music videos, which all of
0: just, You were just, uh, where were yeah, you? We had, you were in New Zealand, right? You went to New Zealand. Yeah, we did the right? January
1: tour. And yeah. then from there, but but you kind of see what I'm saying, though, yeah? Like from yeah. that whole yeah. phone call, like, I'm not sure where it's going to go. Hey, brother, like, you want to do the meeting? Me? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, taking you know a chance. Saying? Here we go. It's like, yeah. it's like uh-huh. and I'm saying, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, I, and I'm into that, but I'm also not into that. Like, I'm into, like, yeah, I'm taking a chance but then i'm also into like yeah but at the end of the day my, the odds are going to be forever in my favor i'm going to yeah. make it in my favor you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah the tour happens the music videos pokeele happens um shooting with other halal's then you know all that reciprocals reciprocates all the way to my family like now my sister dances for kamuela because mm-hmm. of that music video wow. you know this awesome. little Samoan girl dances wula One, because, you know, we're not really into the Samoan church as before, because my grandmother was the biggest, you know, was the most God-fearing woman ever in our family. But, you know, she needed to do something. So why not Hula? And because of the influence of that, I started getting more in touch with my Hawaiian music because when I started playing music, I didn't start off singing reggae at all. I didn't even start off singing R&B. I started off seeing Olala Hawaii music. Yeah. You know, I started listening to that because we hear it on the radio and because my auntie when I was playing Hawaiian 105 K I N E.
0: That's <laughs> all I kept hearing. You
1: know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. That's all I kept hearing. So it was kind of like a nice little full circle and that's awesome. Of, yeah, and kind of, you know, and being a being a non Hawaiian filmmaker, you know, perpetuating a culture that that raised me, I feel like it's kind of cool too, because you know. We're not Hawaiian, but we're from Hawaii. We're proud to be from Hawaii, but yeah, being able to perpetuate their culture and kind of spreading a light yeah. on the issues and the yeah. the music and the sound and the language. Hey, man, I'm I'm kind of, I feel You're like, for, yeah, I, I feel like I'm doing my part in a way, you know, yeah. so it's you kind of amazing work, man. No, no, but it's kind of amazing. Like you yeah. see how it's like all kind of coming back. It's it's so dope with and doing it with Josh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you know, I first of all, like, thank you so much, man. Like, that's amazing to just hear it's weird. It's like you're explaining your journey, but you're also explaining which is which is all crazy. The you're explaining all Rebel coincided. you're clear you're, you're explaining Rebel soldiers like how they, they up came. They're huge in Hawaii, right? Josh Satofi, how he came up, and it's these are two of some of Hawaii's biggest artists ever, probably. Like as far as like people outside of Hawaii you know and you work with them and you worked with them from the beginning and it's like it's amazing and you know i guess i guess i just wanted to kind of one thing that i'm really curious about and um i mean you can answer this in your own way but like i've always been interested for like the creative like process behind like music videos uh let's just take spaceship for example spaceships by rebel soldiers right like like how, how do you what is and I when I say you I mean like the filmmaking industry or and and I'm asking you specifically for your take, but like what goes into the creative process for like hey want to shoot a music video this is the these are the lyrics like go <laughs> you know like it, what
1: and for you personally you know what the music video the music video, the music video process in? is it differs it differs based on the client so every client is different every song is different, every music video is different, and, of course, every story is different. But first and foremost, the person that's giving you the song, that's singing the song or performing the song, they need to understand where your skill set is or where your niche, your niche or whatever they call that. Um, They need to see where you come from. So obviously you can tell a lot of my work, they're very cinematic narrative vibes-ish. They come from a very story base. And the artists across from you, me talking to Joey, the music artist, you need to understand that's my, that's my, that's my, that's where I come from. Yeah. Yeah, What, you know, that's what I'm good at. What to expect. Yeah. What to expect. Yeah. The expectation is there already. So obviously you can't tell me to do animation. You can't tell me to do like special vfx make you fly in space and give you like horns on your ears with a tail coming out and then you come back to earth and you turn into freaking something else that's just not my niche you know what i mean like uh so that's where it starts it's finding that relationship if once that is done then you know then then the next piece is making sure whose vision are we looking at are we looking at nobody's vision where i gotta create the vision or are, are am i Am, given freedom to do it or yeah, or, or am I listening the, to the artist? Yeah. yeah. Am I listening to Joey the music artist vision? Do mm-hmm. you have a vision that I need to to kind of per you know tell, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of perform and stuff? So yeah, once that is done, then it goes into the treatment work where the pre production work, a lot 80, 80 to ninety percent of everything that's done in any kind of pretty much anything, but mo for sure, one thousand percent. In the film production, in the film industry, eighty to ninety percent is done before the production. Meaning everything is done pre-planning. Mm-hmm. The four P's from Oscar Misco always taught us is poor presentation. Pre, you know, preparation prevents poor presentation. The four P's. That, that's simple. That's simple. Simple. That's simple. Concept, that's, simple. that's anything in life for translate. sure. I get it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. for sure in the industry, you know, you gotta prepare. You need to prepare treatments. You know treatments are like storyboards they're also like scripts little ideas their treatments are there to be treated you know so if nobody's treating it that means you're making you're assuming that it's it's set to go but treatments budgeting finding out what's needed how can we spend money if there is the, even is money you know right. and and then you yeah. go forth you know you go forth from everything else wardrobe makeup are those needed are those wanted and then the biggest question of them all is timing, location and and um, distribution. Those are probably one of the other outside of budgeting. Those are the other conversations that need to be talked about, because if those are not talked about, then you already have it failed. You know, if you don't know, if you can not answer any of those questions that I just or any of those topics yeah, that I brought next. up, <laughs> yeah, you're you're, you're kind of, you know, set. But those came on those came on truly from like college. Like I, I guess I learned that from college. You know, being able to um, distribute the delegations and all that, and making sure, like, yeah, yeah like this a is filmmaker, a, right? You're yeah, not like so a fil- much, yeah, you, right, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Because there's a difference between the there's a difference between a videographer and uh-huh. and then there's a filmmaker. You know, you literally yeah. sit there and you have to deal with all department heads mm-hmm. together. The hardest part is dealing with all department heads. Because they need to be on the same page as you. Because if you're coming in hot and everybody else is coming in freaking frozen, then you need to, you know what I mean? Then you need to light, light it on fire and make sure everybody's like getting their asses lit. So that way they can be, they can get into it and get warm. So, right. yeah, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a difference. It's not like, it's not like photography. Photography is a cousin. It's not a brother and sister. Photography mm-hmm. is a cousin. It's a solo job. You can do it on your own. You, you can sit there and think about it yourself, but right. as a filmmaker, it's a team sport. It takes a team to do it. You need a sound guy. You need a cinematographer, a camera right. assistant, PA, makeup, hair, wardrobe. You also need a gaffer. You also need a key grip. Then you also need everything else that go in between that, you know, gear and all that stuff. Then you need your producers, line producers, executive producer. That's the guy who signed your check. And then most of all, you need who's in front of the camera, casting background, you need set deck for set decorations, you need location. And then you need everything set, parking, bathrooms, Who who's going to eat, who's going to feed you, who's going to snack you. Crazy. man! And then you yeah. got to go into transportation. How's everybody getting to point A, point B besides rehearsals? Yeah. So there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot when it comes to a music video. And a lot of the successful music videos that I've, I've I've worked on, you know, are pretty much all the music videos that I've worked on. Because Mm -hmm. all of them, they dealt with in
0: place. Yeah, are in place.
1: All of that. There's an expectation. I expect you to be at your best like Coach Prime, you know. You got to There's an expectation so high that I expect this expectation from you as well. You may not be able to do the same thing because God only made one me, but there's still an expectation. You know, there needs to be an expectation to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, if your name is on that shit, you want people I want people like Joey you say, yeah, that's my friend. Like, I do. I love that when you say that. Yeah, yeah. flex, Flex that shit, dude. Tell him you're my friend, dog. Like yeah. we come, you know, that's that's kind of like what you you. That's like your biggest goal right there right. in life. You want yeah. people to be proud to say your name, to be affiliated with you, you know, to do podcasts with you, right. to even to even put you in a conversation where, hey, man, he inspired me or he helped me in some kind of way. So that's kind of like where it's at now that's the goal now for me like i want to be that person you know like a mentor you know somebody inspires you who kind of helps you you know further whatever it is be the best you you can be Mm because because at the end of the day like vice versa i am a product of all these other people doing the same for me Yeah, Tony, I want you to keep fighting. I want you to try harder. I want you to get better at this, blah, blah, blah. You know, then it's like, okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. my boy, you know, then I'm a walking billboard. It makes it even harder because I'm walking billboard. I yes, I don't work with rebels anymore, but my name is still on everything. You know, I'm still in the Dropbox folders. I still get all the music. I still listen to my brothers like that's family. So I'm attached to that already and and I represent them and mm-hmm. then same for Major Asia. i may not work with my brother anymore as much but i'm still attached to it and then i'm attached to josh you know so yeah it's like yeah there's like a you know there's an expectation and then vice versa that same expectation you know transcends into the crew and the cast and mm-hmm. all the music video productions and all that that's that's really what it is you know
0: yeah that's awesome dude you know i i i yeah. think me and you, I think, are a lot more similar than I think maybe you understand. I hear that a lot.
1: You yeah, know? I hear that a lot. It's like, bro, I'm no, not it's... like I'm not an alien, I'm still human, you know. Like,
0: yeah, but I mean, as far as you know, so like the main reason I do this podcast, you know, is like obviously we talked about this off camera too, right? This is like a side thing and a side yeah. this is just because I enjoy what I do, I love talking to people. And I the my biggest thing that I hate, okay. This is for, mm-hmm. for everybody, I hate being ignorant to stuff, right? I hate not right. uh I hate not uh, just being looking like a stooge when I'm like talking to somebody and it's like, I just, I'm just like super ignorant to the situation or to what they like or what they love. I want to be able to connect with them and what they love. And so I guess the reason for this podcast is so that I can learn and that I, so I try to bring on all different kinds of people so that I can learn and better understand um their process and how they think and that in mm-hmm. turn I think kind of like what to what you talked about it's like a billboard right like yes. hey like these are I am a I am a product of all the things that hey this guy taught me that guy yep. taught me and mm-hmm. yeah you know it's funny like I'm a huge Star Wars guy and I'm gonna use this mm-hmm. metaphor right so in the most recent episode of Ahsoka uh, which to the which to really right good one. Now, yeah it's it's Anakin and Ahsoka Anakin Skywalker they're Ahsoka's biggest thing, right, is that she is the 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 Padawan to like the most evil person in the galaxy, yep. and it feels like it's her fault, right? And so it was cool goes, because he
1: was on the show, yeah,
0: yeah. He he Christian, was in the episode his he, name, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole point of that episode was Sorry. yeah, the whole point my of favorite. that episode was that he's like, you have a like my legacy is that I'm a I have done war and I have like fought and that's all I've known. And Anakin, right? He, he appears as Anakin and he says, your legacy is with all of me and my masters, right? Like kind of what we're talking about, right? You are everything that I am and everything that I come from, right? His line of masters and what his masters, masters taught them. And I think that's kind of, I think that's super interesting. That's because that's how I like view life is that we are all different. We are all special in our own way. And when we can tap into that, like kind of to your point when we can tap into what what we find special mm-hmm. and what we're good at is when we find joy and what we find like fulfillment out of. And that's what I find fulfillment out of for this in this podcast is just learning and continuing to understand people and continuing like to improve my communication and I like that. And that is really what, what drives me to continue to, you know, I do it like one a week, you know, but I look forward hey, man. to every single conversation and one a to, week. Uh, yeah. It hey, goes, goes a long way, man. Hey man, it's I love it, and you That's know, so I, you know, I, I I'm just super curious. Um, like if you had, I know you're gonna have a lot, of this kind of a loaded question, right? But do you have like a favorite moment in like uh like shooting a picture, for tar- mm-hmm. like a video, or do you have like a favorite picture or like uh, moment in your career?
1: I would honestly say, I mean, every moment is favorite because uh-huh. uh-huh. there's loaded a lot. Like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, like there's a lot this. Cause that, there's a lot. There's like sports, fashion. Right. I just came back from New York Fashion Week. That was a favorite moment too. But like, if I was to really look back at it all, I would say like, like my, I I want to say like a moment, but I would say like my favorite, um, my favorite time was when like was when during my business, um, me and my business partner, we had like this thing where we would me and Sharon would travel and we would we would travel and do gigs right like weddings weddings uh-huh. yep. overseas or weddings wherever it is but i would say this would be like my favorite travel trip or favorite tour ish would probably be i think this was, i'm gonna just say it but i think it might have been 2017. It definitely wasn't after Josh. That's why, because it was right before Josh. But it was two thousand seventeen, where we had a couple weddings in the states. I think it was like one in like Vegas. Oh yeah, we had a Vegas. It was Vegas. It was Vegas, and we did a road trip, and it was just me and my crew. It was me and my the four the three the other guys, guys the yeah. three other guys that. That motivated me to, to start visionized. Like mm-hmm. the three other guys who sat there and listened to my BS all the time and listened to like my dreamers, my dreams. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're reality now, but they listened to my dreams at the time. And we did this road trip and we went from like Vegas and I drove from Vegas all the way up to I did like eight hours straight to Yosemite. And we kind of did all that. We went to Yosemite, uh LA, we did Koreatown. Um, we did Vegas. We did NAB. NAB was the National Broadcast Convention thingy in Vegas, and we just shot. We went like we just be created. It was like really was like a one of those road trips we went to. I saw snow for the first time. We ate at different <laughs> spots, mm-hmm. and I did it with the guys who who been like with me been since with day you. zero. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Well, Day two, because I I kind of believe in day twos more than day ones. Day ones you can't really choose them because they're just there in life. Day 2s you you're the one choosing them. You know you yeah. you got to choose those people. Yeah. It's so
0: like interesting point. But yeah. 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 Like yeah. day one,
1: you know, those are like your childhood friends. Like you can't you couldn't choose them. You just grew up with them. You know. Yeah. You know that's just day how two
0: it is. is my choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Day two
1: cho- day two you kind of know you chose these yeah. people to be with you. You know, like like your day two. I chose. You know, like you guys are all day twos because I was I grew up and I chose these people. So like. Like, yeah, these are like my day twos. These are, like, these are like the guys who are my day twos and who's are my business associates. And these guys are the ones that till today, like I make money with, I struggle with, I get headache and they listen to it. And the, and these are the guys. And that's what we did. We did like a road trip. It was like two weeks, bro. We did this. We went from like Vegas to Yosemite. Fresno came back down and we went to Arizona. We did like um the Cantaloupe, Antelope Canyon, and Horseshoe Band, we did like Hoover yeah. Dam. We droned. I swear I droned Hoover Dam. I shouldn't be doing that, but I'm so sorry for whoever had to witness me. I I I'm not supposed to be droning it at Yosemite, but I did it. I'm I'm just had. Forgive me now, please. Forgive me now. But I swear to God, I didn't kill nobody, and I didn't damage no plants there. But yeah, we did a lot of that. A lot of my my memories was there. We did. We went to Salt Lake Bed, and one, it was just a nice reflection of like a lot of the traveling I did with other people and it really came down to like oh now i can travel and be on my own time and not worry about somebody else's call time and lobby call Uh, we made it our own and whatever we did we just kind of went with it i love driving bro i love road tripping that's Mm -hmm. my thing i can drive for hours i can i i I don't like long i don't like flights i don't like traveling like that like but Mm -hmm. when it comes to driving i can do that dude Mm -hmm. i can drive from point a to point z and whatever wherever we go, we go. So just jam, jam, was, jam, huh? Yeah, that would probably be like my best time because awesome, dude. That's yeah, a awesome. lot of the ideas came out of that trip too. So
0: it's amazing, you know. Like you, you know, we've just talked about you know your crazy career with with notable Hawaii Hawaii artists, and you know all the work you've done, all the all, right. all of the crazy experiences you've had, and yet the most significant moment, like that, the first thing that came to your mind, right, was. A simple road trip where we just hung out with the yeah, guys dude. and just and just let loose and and let the creative juices kind of yeah. run free you know that's, and that's... the
1: ones bro because man some of the memories man some of the content those are like contents that we wanted to make you know yeah. a lot of it there's a client there's a check there there's like a expectation right. but these are like no expectation we just made whatever we felt like making like oh yep, mm-hmm. like I remember there was was like a a homeless lady on the road in Vegas and she was walking her chicken. We filmed that. and made a whole clip on it. I think I posted it too, but yeah, you know, stuff like that, like random (laughs) stuff like that, you know, Um, even like, even like, I don't know, like just like shooting random stuff in the hotels, nothing illegal. It's just like just random yeah haunted like okay you that's know that's the
0: best content though right it's yeah the things that just kind of like spur of the moment and yeah. it's just it's just natural and it just like happens
1: and, you yeah. and, then, and then filming that, it. yeah yeah and then all of that transcended to new york when we was in new york and we did brooklyn bridge for the first time in the morning and we wanted to do i wanted really wanted to do sunrise so i forced everybody for sunrise and then still today nobody regret it because the shit that we had the content we had the photos the profile pics and we stuff like that. Amazing, it just, yeah, yeah okay. it's just like, and you're in the city, you kind of feel a certain way. You can feel the hustle and all that. So, yeah, yeah, it's just it's always gonna be to me those those memories and those times that kind of make what I do. Like, bro, if it, filmmaking and photography, creative media, entrepreneurship allowed me to do this, wow. I yeah. wow. Yeah that's
0: that great. that's what that's what we work for, right? That's yeah. what we work for right. The work is so that I can just go and do yeah. what I want to do when I want to do it, you know, and I can be free to do however I wish. And that, yeah, that that's so interesting, right? Because you yeah. talked about so much about, you know, the work you have to put in, right? The hours, right? Wake up for everybody, go to sleep after everybody, you know, and I'm all of the all of all of the work that goes into just so I can have some I moments hope. those little moments yeah, of freedom and of and that, that's that's interesting that that's what we work for right and that's
1: and for all now seems to be worth it for now until we <laughs> become we become a father or some some like some people you know you know when we leave the when we leave the entrepreneurhood and become a fatherhood kind of vibe you know eventually honestly,
0: dude like this my my son and and that's what he's referring to you know like this is i think i do this because i have a hope like i don't i haven't even dreamt about it you know like there's a hope that maybe one day this could go somewhere and this this podcast that's where it starts
1: yeah i had the same hope yeah you know i mean we were in high school i I mean we were in high school we weren't thinking about kids but still that's the same hope you know that it's gonna go somewhere or it's gonna be something you know you just you just Mm -hmm. never know That's where it starts, bro. Yeah, and that's and that's what drives me, right? And like, what to to your
0: point, right? Is my son, and hopefully, I can provide a life for him that you know we grew up from in very uh, very humble city. You know, we didn't, we none of us had exactly, you know. But I hope I live here in Texas now, you know, and I hope that I can provide a better life, you know, for my son, and that you know, doing something that I love, you know, and that's something that I am very passionate about, and that's why I love bringing on. You know, people like you, Mm -hmm. right, is that I'm very passionate about people and about learning Mm -hmm. and about uh, helping people to feel understood and and, you know, spreading that kind of mentality that, hey, it's okay to be different. It's okay to not see things a certain way, but we can still learn and agree like me and you have probably zero other things that we like in common as far as like political, religious. Right. But that don't matter. Right. Right. Because of who we are as people and we can talk and we can just love each other and mm-hmm. and appreciate you know the good things about people and that's really what this is about and and why i i think you're a perfect you know guest for this is because you know you work for things that you love and and that's what i do too and that i hope that you know i hope that one day you can enter fatherhood you know and that you can experience you know it's the hardest and yet the most like rewarding and most beautiful thing you know it's like oh today sucks you know like and then you see you you know i see my son and it's like oh man like i need a hug son you know like like thanks dude like i love you and then you're gonna go and scream and sleep for every wake up every 45 minutes all night you know it's okay you Mm know (laughs) you know but facts you know i just you know thanks so much dude like seriously like for coming on i don't know man like there seems to be um something in for me, at least personally, that I don't yes. know, this is something that I can do and something that can go somewhere. And I don't want to be somebody, but I want to be somebody who can affect change. Exactly. Who, you know, inspire somebody. somebody. Yeah, exactly. Literally somebody. Yeah. That's why me and you are so similar. You know, I yeah, hope to that's inspire. Right. That's usually what it experience. comes down to. Yeah. 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 Dude, this has been a like, seriously, like an awesome, yeah. awesome experience, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe business will bring us together someday. Who knows?
1: Never know, bro. Who knows, dude? Who knows? I, I always, I always, be, I'm always optimistic about stuff like that. Like you never know. You know, you just maybe when I'm younger, I might have been a little different. Like everybody else, everybody's young. Everybody's, you know, they have like a little chip on their shoulder or they have like some kind of ego. But then as you get older and you kind of figure things out, you, you, you just your mind opens up. You realize there's a lot more to life. There's so much more like when you touch different as soon as like one of the biggest life lessons I've learned, like as soon as you find out that you just need to focus on one thing and everything else is going to come Once when that hits you, then you then everything kind of flows after that because you can't control everything. You only can control what you can control. So once people start to figure that out, and once I figured that out, like, yeah, bro, like, like my expectation is high, but I can't, I can't control a lot of things. I just got to, I only can control like what I can control, you know? Yeah. Everything else is, I, when, when you can accept that, man, you, you're breathing your, there's a freedom. Yeah, there's a them. freedom behind that. There's like, yeah, I get it. So, like, you know, when there's an opportunity that you feel like it's going to happen in the future, you can't say no.
0: Or yeah, you can't say
1: yes either, but you just can, Breathe and say, "Yeah, man, like that is an opportunity," and then you can decide on it rather than just like, "Nah, but he's not gonna. This person's not gonna do this for me. This person will do this for me." But you know, if you take that out, it's like, bro, you're you're back. That stress level and all that is just, it just goes out. Like I'm at this moment where it's just like, a lot of people don't aren't like unable to say this, but I'm at this moment in my life where I'm fucking happy. I'm truly happy yeah I'm happy with everything of course there's things that I hope and I wish for of course and there should always be there should yeah. always be because that's yeah. why we're alive you know what I mean you, yeah. you you die once you live every day there always should be something but for me I'm tr- truly happy like it's okay like I didn't get that dream home it's okay it's all good bro like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get that dream trip so g. like what <laughs> Okay, I get it. You know, you can't yeah. take that. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm at this point where I'm accept. I have accepted my the every consequence of every decision I've made going forth, and I've accepted whatever it is mm-hmm. that comes to me. You know, you when you yeah. pray on it, when when the Lord shows you it, when you when you when you are surrounded by people like my circle is so freaking like strong my you know my support system is absolutely amazing i'm happy dude Yeah, you know so when i feel like when you start to accept that and anything going forward dreams aspirations motivation all you got to do is just give back like you you hear a lot from from you know from those rich people and from those poor people but most of those rich people they're always saying get back get back and you're always hearing it from people who have no money who have no homes you know they're not really homeless they're houseless Get back, and uh-huh. back when you get back, it's crazy how much like how much like it the return on investment from that heals it's healing bro it's like so crazy interesting yeah, it's so crazy it's so
0: interesting, yeah. yeah, it's
1: so crazy, you know money is not everything it it definitely mm. helps it definitely helps fund a lot of the stuff, but truthfully, money is not everything, you know, yeah there's a lot of things I did in my life, I had no money. Cause a lot of the times, just showing up goes a long way. Just fucking yeah. being present, being on time—the normal standards, the normal values in a household and anything, you know, showing yeah. up, being on time, smiling, saying hello, yeah. hugging somebody.
0: <laughs> Who'd have thought? You know,
1: huh? <laughs> who would have thought? I I hear is I I don't hear any currency in that. You know, those yeah. are those are like the simple mm-hmm. acts. You know, right?
0: and those, that 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 is simple human things. Simple. That human things yeah that drive us and make us simple like and that's what makes people like human beings, special you know is that yeah we don't need like basic human needs can be met yeah with
1: nothing yeah you You can get the the killer car of course i want the dope camera of course i want the dope cards of course i want the dope shoes those are there but usually it all starts from how you wake up yeah the it's the basic needs of being the simple, what you said? The simple human. I like that, dude. Yeah. It's a simple, simple human humans. thing.
0: Yeah. Simple human things. Human necessities, man. <laughs> yeah. We all need that, right? And, and those, it, those don't come. You can get those for free. You don't need get those, to have, get, yep. you don't got to spend no money on it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. 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 It's yeah. always going to come down to those. That's awesome, dude. You know, seriously, like this has
0: been an awesome conversation. Um, I'm super, super grateful yeah. that you were able to come on.
1: Um, other than that like is there anything else you wanna share to end <laughs> no I mean i've I've shared a lot the music stuff um I've shared dude i don't I, there's not really much I just just i all I can say is thank you thank you to to everybody who's been at the forefront of trusting me thank you to everybody who's succeeded with me failed with me learned from me I've learned from just like those are like the basic things that I, yeah, that really kind of motivate me every day. My family is probably like the greatest. I barely talk about them in front of people and all that because it's nobody's business, but my family is mm. truly like, I'm one of the rare Samoan kids doing what I do. You know, there's not many at my level, uh, respectfully at my level, you know, doing what I do. Um, yeah. And, you know, I do have the resume for it. I do have the athletes for it. You know, I do talk to talk and walk to walk, but that's just because my family, you know, man, the support system that they give to me, the my skill set that I've learned over time and crafted. It's so crazy, but just giving thanks. Thanks to everything. Mm-hmm. Thanks to to everybody who's just been a part of it. The journey. That's really what it is about, man. Kobe said it's never going to be about the, the end goal. It's always about the journey. So I've accepted the journey. I've loved the journey. I've always loved the journey. So, yeah. Mahalo. Awesome. everybody.
0: Mahalo, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You know, please, please continue to uh, love those um, who you are close with and and that it is okay to to take the time to just love and to appreciate the little moments, you know, in our lives and meet those, you know, simple human needs that we all have. Anyways, have a nice day, everybody. Allah,
1: aloha.